Plump Goops podcast. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> it takes high stakes. This is episode, I think we're on episode 29 now. Episode 29. Wow. So actually, Woolsey, it's been 19 episodes <laughs> since you've been on. 19. Um, the last episode Woolsey was on was episode 10, titled, I think swimming sucks, because mm. his take was that swimming sucks. Forgot about that. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was. Still rings true. Yeah, it was a, it was a rough episode marred by uh, Will Vaughn, who we told not to say anything because he wasn't miked, but um, he kind of took over the episode, and also by the the many many planes that flew over his house because of how close he is to the DFW airport, I guess. Um, because I've never ever had that many planes go over my house in my life in one hour in the one hour that we recorded today. I'm joined by. Uh, my I, it's me, Cam, and I'm joined by Tanner. Zero and almonds. Z- zero almonds. You gonna Z- go by that? Z- zero almond. Hmm? Oh, <laughs> is everything is everything okay? <laughs> Tanner's Tanner doesn't have a, a a webcam on his computer, so we can just never really tell what's going on. Um, whenever you talk, it sounded like he was noise. making fun of you for mispronouncing his very stupid name. <laughs> Very stupid name that I didn't mispronounce. Just two words, zero, how many? zero almonds. How many? <laughs> zero. Are you going to talk like that the entire episode? or? Because we can probably just do it, just the two no. of us, if you're going to talk like that. <laughs> Whoa. Are you fading away? It sounds like you're a ghost and you fulfilled your purpose on Earth. Moving on. Okay, I guess we'll move on. And also, um, Austin Woolsey for the first time in... The first time. Like <laughs> for the very first time, <laughs> I think I've done I've done two episodes at least. You've done Maybe at three. least less than four. Less than four, more than. Oh my god! My neighbor just moved his hammock. My neighbor reads shirtless out in this mm-hmm. hammock, and he just moved it. It was already too close to my window, and he just moved it closer <laughs> to. <my window>. <laughs> <laughs> He's in Wait, my half you... of the yard now. Wait, your Whoa, neighbor in like South Lake or like UNT? No, in uh, Denton. Denton. Denton uh, he, Texas. he just wants some sun. Do you want to say his address real fast so we can dox him? Send yeah. some cronies over to his house, burn his hammock. Hmm. Yeah, mm. he's uh he's got a really big stash, so I wouldn't. Had to, him. What's his weight? If you had to guess, if you had to look at him and guess his weight, uh, he's he's um he's not skinny. He's like a fit guy, like. I, he's just right outside. I can't look over there. <laughs> he's just there. Because I play the piano wind- against the window, and then I, I'm yeah. like looking out the window, and he's he's just and there. he's there. You're basically playing to him. I bet. Like, yeah. if do you, have you written a song since you moved in to that apartment yet, or like, like how I'm I'm I guess I'm asking how much of your inspiration can you attribute to him? Uh, all all would be my answer. All, all of it, even before yeah, you met even him. before everything is kind of led up to this moment. Do you yeah, have, you like, blinds? Yeah, I do, but now I feel like it's kind of weird to shut them. It's a little <laughs> weird to shut them, but at the same time... Is it? Is it? <laughs> I just... I feel just, like it's I mean, more weird not shutting them. It's sharing, a, it's sharing a backyard with your neighbor, and he has a hammock yeah. that he's bought and is now in your half of the yard, so you basically don't mm-hmm. have a yard. 
Is this is the? Do you live alone? Do you have any roommates? Uh, I don't have any roommates. It's a one bedroom. So it's just you and this guy. Well, this guy. It's a duplex, so it's not really. We don't really. Right. But we but share a building. So, and is he the only one there? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's it kind of sounds like a storybook kind of setup. Yeah, it's like the beginning of a rom com. Yeah. <laughs> You guys could turn out to be... You should buy a hammock and just hook it up next well, to his one. I had a hammock and I have no idea where it went, but you're right. I had a hammock once and my sister took it outside while I was in college and she strung it up on on the tree. And then one day she took it down and just kind of tossed it underneath our trampoline and it stayed there until I came back from college. Now it's full of mold. Gross. And then I bought a new one so that I could take it camping because I didn't have to deal with the whole mold thing. Mm-hmm. And... Little did I know, they sell the stri- the straps separately. Oh, yeah. They sell the straps separately. How ridiculous <laughs> that is that? Sucked. Pretty. So I go camping and I'm like, time to ha- ha- time to string up the hammock, and then can't do it. It's a sad yeah. story. That's kind of like you know. Ask your neighbor for his straps. Send him over. No, it's like a it's like a fancy hammock. It's like a like it has like the structure and like it's not like a. Oh. It's, so he can move it anywhere. Up. It's like a. Wait, like is this yeah. stand-up hammock? It's like a stand-up hammock. So he can move it anywhere. <laughs> Wait, so he, it's not like a, oh, I gotta put this where the bet where like the best. I you close your blinds. <laughs> <laughs> he closes his blinds. I did. He's very too. He so his situation wasn't like I gotta put this hammock. He could have put his hammock anywhere, not just like where some trees are. Yeah. Like it's anywhere. Mm-hmm. And he, okay. it's it's right outside my window. Yeah. It's well. That's fine. Have you talked to him yet? No. That's kind of the weird <laughs> thing. Is like I know that he could probably hear me practice trombone, and I know that kind of yeah. sucks. But yeah. uh, and you know, like I'd like to have a conversation. Like, hey, just like text me if you're taking a nap or anything. But like, I just still haven't met him. Is it like? But like at this point, is it like if you try it, then it's just weird. Yeah. I, have you reached you know. the point of no return? I don't think so. I think we're, no, I mean, it's, the, it's still the, technically the first week of school, but yeah. Do you know what his major is? It, he no, doesn't practice any no, instruments? I, uh, I haven't heard him, um, but my property manager said that he was a DMA student. Uh, disc DMA? management associate. No, like doctors, like getting his. Yeah, that's okay. what I said. Yeah, Tanner said doctors management associate. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't, is that actually what it stands for? No. Okay. <laughs> Doctor's management <laughs> associate. No. Okay, it's it's past time we got into the takes. Um, the way the podcast works is we all give a hot take. The three of us each give a hot take, and then we kind of ramble on about why or why not that take was good. And I guess we can start to my south. I, I want you both to guess who's to my south. Woolsey. Tanner. Woolsey got it right, so Woolsey goes first. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm ready. I did a Go, little bit of it. research right before this one. Uh, more than I did. That's more That's more than I've ever prepared for this podcast. I'll, I'll preface it by saying I have no idea. There's no real grounds or history of like what would be a hot take in this scenario. But I did have some uh, very passionate arguments uh, with cool. Paris and my brother about this. The voice of the podcast. Ants love biting humans. Ants love biting humans? Yeah. Like as opposed to... No. Just doing I'm it. I'm not done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like you were done. Okay, keep going. Ants are too small currently 
to pose any threat to humanity at all. If ants were the size of an average pig and they developed or we found out that the reason they've been biting us is because they love the taste of human flesh. Mm -hmm. They would succeed in taking over and killing the human race. Okay. Just based on number of them? Just based on the yes. sheer number of ants? Yeah. So uh, let me get into the numbers. Mm-hmm. So there are an estimated one quadrillion ants <laughs> on Earth. All right. That seems That's, cool. There's a million billion ants. Okay. 15 how zeros. Many, how many ants per person is that? 128,205. <laughs> Ants per person. Ants per person currently on Earth as of August yeah. 2020. Wait, okay. so why do they need to be that big? I feel like... Well, they're not doing anything right now, right? Yeah, but if 128,000 ants attack Like one crawled person, into your mouth, then you yeah. would be done. Yes. Yeah, this is kind of saying that if they, uh, if they developed, I guess... We'll say this is kind of a zombie scenario where they they want to kill humans. Like that's their primary goal. Okay. They they um they're bigger and they need more energy to have to sustain their life and their ecosystem. So humans, um, they develop a taste for humans in this scenario. Would they okay. be able to take over and kill every human? So, and I say yes. Okay. I'll go first. <laughs> yeah, go first. I don't think if they were that big, there would be one quadrillion ants. That's what. That's exactly where I'm at, Tanner. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the Earth is yeah. pretty big. No, that's not. I'm saying they wouldn't sustain that body mass. There wouldn't be enough nutrients, as it yeah. were. Yeah. Yeah. The I reason get, why well, there's so many of small things is because it they take very little nutrients to survive tanner let me say this one but couldn't wouldn't they just build bigger hills and then use the humans as the nutrients to survive right but i again how would they get to that point of that size you know but this is just saying like one day they're that size oh like every single ant yes yeah so it's not like a slow development into no it's no, like it's not like an answer suddenly this big all ants okay well all then, yes. I, I think they would have to kill everyone whoa <laughs> they would have it'd be their manifest destiny someone um, just sprinted away <laughs> yeah no that's the ghoul that lives in <laughs> so woolsey you're saying that ants that this whole thing is predicated on the fact that ants love to bite humans. Yeah. Are you saying that that is the case? I'm yes. <laughs> I'm saying if ants could, uh, ants would love to eat humans and have them as their meal, but they're Those simply are, too small. Yeah. But I don't think they're too small. I think 128,000 ants could kill me. Yes, absolutely. But they're spread out. It's not like it. it it's not like. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I mean, if they all mobilized and like swarmed your body head to toe, you'd be covered in ants. So you more think than one. if you if you you think that the size doesn't even matter if every ant right now no. decided to take over the world. Mm-hmm. But then you have issues of like not being fast enough. Who does the ants like the, the ants like 
Oh, do they like, not train? We have to think about train? about obviously if that many ants got to you, even if they were big or not, they that the amount of them would kill any person. Yeah, but it would take it would take a bit to uh, eat it, and then that's just talking about individuals. Like, what if as soon as we get word of that, the government starts developing ways to uh, escape the ants? Oh, I mean. I wouldn't doubt it, but I bet. I also wouldn't doubt it for giant ants, you know. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think giant ants are a bigger issue. Obviously, like it's it's, yeah. but it, I think it'd be more of a challenge. I think that's more of an equal playing field if they're bigger. Um, obviously, either way, a huge loss of life. <laughs> <laughs> but so are I they think, are they like, biting or are they stinging? They're biting. Oh. Yeah, I think right, so. So, do ants bite or do they sting? They sting, and so no, all they insects, don't. They, they bite, they, right? They sting. That's why there's like toxins. But so what? Tanner, what would bite. happen? If, what? What would happen, Tanner, if 128,000 ants stung you at the same time? It depends. You die, the right? It depends on the ant, probably. I'm pretty. Well, sure and this also brings up another good point that not all ants sting. Right. Yeah, what about like sugar Woolsey? ants or something? Yeah, Some ants what about probably sugar can't ants? even break skin. Well, that's true. Well, that's where size kind of plays a factor. Mm. Okay. You can, they could trample you. So I think I think there are two situations here. The one situation is what Tanner was thinking about earlier, which if this is a long running thing, ants will not be able to sustain a community of 128. What what is it of of one quadrillion? Yeah, it's a quadrillion. They won't be able to sustain that community, but if they all became ant like massive ants, in like like if I did this and ants became right. massive, then we would have some problems. Right, and then what if there's like a zombie mentality where it's not even about the, it's not even about the nutrients. It's like, just for the love just straight of the up, blood. If ants were attacking humans and they were the size of pigs, do you think that we could beat them? Definitely not. And that's your take. <laughs> I think, Austin, yeah. I think if the ants prob- properly distributed their deadly like population, like evenly among each human, like say each person got like a bullet ant sting and then like the second worst ant sting, and then they like properly attacked humans at the same time then it would be a problem and they wouldn't even yeah. need to be big. Honestly, I think size-wise, it's almost a advantage of being so small. But like here's the thing also, if 128,000 ants that didn't sting all swarmed and crawled inside your mouth and your nose and your eyes, then you would die. Yeah. Can't we just take to water? Then we have to think about are the ants turning birds into like zombies? And then using them to fly. Yeah. And like going into Probably their not. brains. Probably going into not. their brains and, and like and like sitting in like uh ant chairs and like flapping their wings for them and stuff. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. I'm gonna say no to that. Okay. Or but at this point, if if all the ants combined, they could just you know ant farms? Do you know ant farms? Do you oh, know an- ant farms? Yeah, animal farm? Ant farms? Do ant you know farms, ant farms? Like the box, right? Tanner, do you know ant like farms? Like the book, Animal Farm? No, the ant farms. Do you know ant farms? Ant farms? <laughs> yeah, ant farms. Yes. 
they couldn't they just turn the like everything below the ocean into an ant farm but no thoughts <laughs> no <laughs> just tunnels like they dig they create that's tunnels. the problem yeah, but that's i don't i problem. think you're i think the bottom of the ocean is a rather difficult surface to tunnel through have you tried no do you know i'm just assuming from the pressure the rock is probably pretty dense Whoever said anything about rock? Last time I checked, oceans were beaches. <laughs> Last time I checked, oceans were beaches. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Dumbass rock talking about rock. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> I'm, I'm pissed off now. Tanner, do you agree or not? Oh, uh, um, yes. What about the water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Great podcast fodder. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Uh, it, it really, there's a lot more that I would need to delve into with their intelligence and. But also, if we know, went swarming if, ability, if we took to water, they could just build leaf boats. I mean, I, I'm assuming if they developed, like, wait, I'm confused. Are they attacking humans because we taste good, or because they literally want to take over the planet? Mm, that's a good question. I think they're tired. They're sick and tired of being second class. They have the numbers. <laughs> they yeah, just so had to get they're organized. They're out for domination. Yeah. They're out for domination. Uh, okay. Yeah, so they I, saw I, the I, ant bully <laughs> only the first half. I'm, I'm assuming then that... Oh, just the first half, not where they like... Actually, yeah, no. Okay, got it. Got yeah. It. <laughs> well, then... I th- I, I'm Someone's got to show them the second half. If they developed <laughs> enough intelligence to like think of world domination, I think it would develop some sort of breathing apparatus a boat a leaf boat that's true it's not a breathing apparatus. it's a breathing apparatus if you stay above the water if it keeps you above the water yes Who said they need to swim I... we don't swim we don't live in water right because of boats i i agree um, <laughs> we all did you yes. say did, did you say you agreed dinner i did yeah okay so it doesn't even matter to you guys about size. No. No. You think, think that if ants just got organized and decided to, they could just wipe out the yes. human race? I think Absolutely. mosquitoes could also do the same. You don't think we develop Dude, something yeah. to that like a like some sort of advanced off or um <laughs> I, like I think we, I think we may be able to that, develop yeah. some sort of insect. Okay, so thing, but... <laughs> I think yeah, I think, I the think only they reason... would also develop some sort of insect repellent counter i feel like we have the ability to to extinct to make every animal extinct yeah we just don't because of ecosystems and whatnot oh yeah no for sure because like why would we kill all our food sources true that though yeah my so my take's a little niche um kind of specific to a certain community but it's that i think astros fans get too much hate because of the cheating in the you know the the world series where yeah. they cheated right yeah and they won you th- why do you think they get too much so i think the players and coaches and team itself and mlb commissioner itself gets enough hate like it's the i think it's the proper amount of hate but okay. i think the fans Unless you, they're really dumb and try to find weird ways to back it up, um, like justify the cheating. Other than that, I think fans get 
an unnecessary an unnecessary amount of hate because it would be i don't think people see that like say say you're like a i don't know what's a say you're like a browns fan mm-hmm. i'm assuming or have the browns ever won the super bowl no yeah say you're say you're like a browns fan and like all of a sudden they they're starting to get good mm-hmm. and they they win the super bowl and all the fans of the browns are like holy crap like the Browns one, it's like the happiest day of your life or whatever, and they're like, yay, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, like, a year later, it's, like, found that they deflated the football. <laughs> no, right? they, no say, say they, like, cheated, like, uh, yeah. I don't really know how you cheat a football, but, um, and then, like, everyone just starts shitting on Browns fans. Like, it, the Browns fans didn't choose for them to cheat. They, if anything, you should feel bad because their only claim to fame was tainted by a cheating scandal that they had no control over. Tanner, you you were you were very anti Astro at the beginning of the MLB season, weren't you? Yes, I was anti Astros and anti Astros fans. Now I'm just anti Astros. What's what caused the big turnaround? Empathy. There, there was, <laughs> yeah, just. Just raw human empathy. (laughs) (laughs) That's what turned me. Uh, No, I I went to Colorado with my sister um, and her roommate. It was an Mm -hmm. Astros fan, and he had like a bunch of merch and gear and stuff. And this was before I like met him. And I was like, oh, he's an Astros fan. I'm like, I I, I don't know. I assumed he was going to be like a the worst kind of person. (laughs) No, I mean I assumed he was going to be I don't know a dick about it, but. The way he described it was that it was like all your hopes and dreams came true like one day and then on a moment's notice it all came crashing down and everything you celebrated and owned like all the championship hats and stuff just become just a reminder that it wasn't like a real accomplishment. Okay. He's very logical about the situation. Mm. He compared it to I don't know if you know Johnny Menzel. He was like No, I never heard of him. Oh god, Tanner <laughs> logged off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I know who Johnny Menzel is. Uh, sorry, I, I was just I don't know how niche Johnny Menzel is. <laughs> <laughs> super super niche. But he, he described it as like saying uh, oh, Johnny Menzel, um, by the way, he did like a shit ton of steroids. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, so like we didn't actually have a good quarterback, you know? Yeah. I have, I have, um, before we get further into that, so I don't forget, I have uh, a claim. Actually, first I have a question and then I'll follow it up with a claim that'll see whether or not you guys agree. My question is... If someone owns a piece of memorabilia for either like a team or a like a band or like any kind of merch for anything, do I in my opinion that makes them 100% more likely, not necessarily a 100% chance that they are, but 100% more likely to be insanely obnoxious about that thing. So say someone owns mm-hmm. something but like isn't like too aware that they own it there's two levels to this because like i own (laughs) a lot of random sports stuff like fc dallas and like i own like 
an old Astros hat and like a Rangers shirt or something. But like, wait, you own an old Astros hat? Yeah, from when I was like seven. It was like the black and red one. That's dude. And like, remember the blue and gold? That's well, like I was saying, like it's a little fucked up. It's a little fucked up. Like you know what they did, right? I hate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm a hypocrite. I, I, yeah. I actually I'm an Astros fan. But you know what I'm saying? Like I own Disgusting. stuff, but I like kind of don't own it. Right. Like it's are you saying like stuff that like you buy purposefully? No, just own. Like I'm not saying it makes you that I'm saying it increases your chances one hundred percent. As soon as you go on as soon as it goes on the wall, that's the case. <laughs> i think i think my dad has like a lot of like exactly like he um has a lot of mav stuff um but his like he's he's definitely like way more invested in the cowboys um mm. and like you can just own stuff i mean i have this i have this right here that's a yeah a mav i'm a mavs bear what, what yeah. player is that it's jj Barea actually it's like oh. it's, it's a life size JJ Barea. <laughs> JJ JJ Barea. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. J- oh, okay, okay. Sick. See, I think I kind of agree with you because, like, I own a lot of Dallas Renegades equipment, mm-hmm. and I'm a dick about it. Yeah, and you're the most obnoxious person I've ever met in my I'm life. I'm very, very pro Dallas Renegades. Yeah. Okay, and then my my claim is if you own. An American flag, it makes you 100% more likely to be a conservative. And if you drink out of a mason jar, it makes you 100% more likely to be liberal. Unless you're, with... unless you're old and then a mason jar, I think you could be conservative. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I, I agree with the American flag thing, but I definitely think a mason jar is not a liberal thing. You think, really? Okay. Yeah. It's a very Denton but, thing. I, I, I think well, yeah. it's liberal. I've I've never seen a suburbanite drink out of a mason jar. A suburbanite? Yeah, like an old oh. middle like a no, like a middle-aged white mom. I actually have someone in mind right now that I know that's a middle-aged white mom that is not liberal <laughs> and drinks out of a mason jar. Whoa. Yeah, my roommate has mason jars, but he doesn't drink out of them. He like uses it to make cold brew. But That's even more liberal. But he's yeah, that's, not. That's yeah. Okay. Well, then this kind of disproves my thing. What would you guys say is the the red flag that is like you know how owning a flag is like a red flag that you're a conservative? What's the red flag that you're a liberal? I think the red flag for conservatives would be um, a Trump Pence flag flying on their truck. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you yeah yeah okay. See, do you get it? Because like Trump yeah, no, I understand. Like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, I saw one driving back here. Mm, cool. Yeah, cool. it was flying on their Ford F-150 pickup. It tends to do that. It tends to flock towards trucks. <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, it, it kind of goes back to the old starter pack meme, you know? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Those uh, sunglasses. Just sunglasses? Yeah. The, the, uh, <laughs> what do they look like? They're like well, the pins, because Oakley is just like, boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything but Oakley? Any sunglasses but Oakley's? The, the ones that, like, connect in the middle? If like, you have like, any, if your glasses are round huh? in any way. Oh, round glasses. What? That's a good one. <laughs> Yours are round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're... This is for liberals. Trump yeah. pen. 
Oh, this no, is I'm not. Oakleys are Trump pants. <laughs> well, Oakleys are kind of round, but you know, like Oakleys are Oakleys. Oakleys are their God. own. Yeah. Oakleys what about are pilot shades? Are <laughs> those are those. That's middle school. Wait, no. I was I was thinking of the the, the, the ones that have the bars. Oh, shutter shades. <laughs> yeah. Shutter shades. Yeah, shutter shades. No, I'm talking about like the aviator glasses. Like the mm. yeah. Oh, that's definitely uh, young Republicans. That's more co- conservative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was your take, Tanner? <laughs> it was that Astros. Houston Astros fans get a bad oh. rap, so you kind of took it yeah. off the rails. I did. <laughs> I think you're. I think you're. You're. Uh, I do sympathize with him, but then I yes. think you have to leave. You have to leave. You think that you have to leave? <laughs> <laughs> you think, yeah, you, think you have to I go? You can't be a fan anymore. Like, I think that's just... Oh, like, I, I really, I really... If if the Mavericks won a championship and I was, like, all in and then I found out that they cheated, it would just, like... First of all, it would crush me, so I do feel bad for them. But I would never support... I would never oh, support franchise that, that like, I would just find a different team. Yeah, it's pretty easy to do. Yeah, but now like, it's pretty clear the like Astros the aren't cheating anymore, right? It's pretty clear the Astros aren't cheating anymore. So I don't know. It's just kind why of, uh, wouldn't an Astros fans stay with? It's because it's the like, same okay, play- now The same cheat. player, like they didn't even get like suspended. Yeah. You know, I don't know. They're the same people. I don't know. It's a big. It's a big gray area. Yeah. Yeah. For me. Maybe think- just take a few years off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait till management also No, no, you wait the until they change you wait until they change kits. <laughs> what? Change what like jerseys. You know how they, they went should throwback? have to move to a different city. <laughs> yeah, move to a different city. <laughs> change your team name. New that should fans. be the penalty. Dude, teams should be able to to trade and sign fans. <laughs> Why? That's just what I think. <laughs> I would love to see the Brewers make me an offer I can't refuse. What do you have to offer? <laughs> like, what is... Yeah, what do you support the? Yeah, <laughs> would you financially back them up? Would you? Yeah. Have... Well, no, I won't financially back them. I'll go to what, their would games. You, what would be your rate of return for? I'll watch like one game a week. Oh, so you'd you'd be that <laughs> one extra more than viewer. Than the Brewers are getting. So anything yeah. for the view? Okay, okay. Dude, if honestly, like, like I bet there are teams that need some fans you know i don't doubt that there's like some like companies and and sports teams that are paying influencers to to wear their stuff to be to be cool that's interesting like if like with our our legions of um pokemon fans that watch our pokemon videos yeah just our our hundreds and hundreds um yeah millions and millions yeah Yeah. like if if i threw on a yankees hat they'd all be like that's ride or die you know yeah yeah like oh that's cool like yeah i used to hate the yankees but this guy likes the yankees maybe i'll yeah like if i if i if i threw like a diamondbacks cap on my (laughs) far-fetched or it's like it's like a rob arizona would be paying me it's like you know uh rob lowe He's like a Dodgers fan, and he like always wears um, the Houston Asterix hat. Oh, that's funny. He does. Yeah, like he wore it on Joe Rogan. Oh, I see. I see. I yeah. See. Um. Yeah. I guess like that. <laughs> like that's more like tearing down a team, though. As well, to... I, I was you. You were talking more about like. I don't know. Oh, so you could be a hitman. Yeah. So like, if the if the Padres were about to play the Angels, and the Padres were like we need you to dig up some dirt on the angels or like make the angels look real bad. 
then I could do that. Like an anti fan, like a hater. Oh, okay. Like a bot. <laughs> Pay me to be your bot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can we can cool. say well, I, we we can say whether or not we agree. I guess. Wolsey, do you want to go first? I think it's on a case by case basis, and I think that <laughs> yeah. um, they have to kind of be like your friend and be like, you know what? No, I'm going to say I disagree, and I think that this should. Uh, just choose it if right or die. <laughs> it's yeah. I either embrace the hate or choose a different team. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree, Tanner. I don't. I I, th- I think um, you don't choose your favorite team. Your favorite team chooses you. Kind of mm-hmm. like how uh, Newcastle United chose me. Yeah, um, with uh, John Joe Shelby. Yeah, John Joe Shelby. I guess we'll leave it at that, Tan. Okay. Who's ready for my take? It's a game changer. What did you? Agree or disagree? I agree. Oh, okay. My take is that money doesn't grow on trees, and that's a good thing. It's good that currency doesn't grow on trees. That would be bad. Yeah, but you want to know why? Because it would inflate the market. No, it has nothing to do with the economy or anything. Got it. So, I'm ready. It has to do with corporations and capitalism you're such a bitch and how all these companies would just cut down all the trees mm, we got a like lorax situation here yeah everyone would want the money so they just cut down trees and there'd be no more oh, trees and the I environment would die you know okay. what i'm saying you don't think you think Seems that like there was a movie made about not, the... you don't think that they'd be smart <laughs> enough to realize that they could just keep the trees and pluck the money and the money would grow back the other part of my take is that corporations would just buy plots of land that have the trees. They would basically monopolize trees and no one would be able to get trees. You don't think the government would intervene and say like, that's impossible. No, not, not in this administration. Let me I, just mean, I guess I agree with this. that. <laughs> <laughs> think about it though. Money doesn't grow on trees and that's, and a, that's good a good thing. thing. Yeah. Because if there was more money, if there was money, not that if grew, there was more money, no, Wait, are you saying if this is the sole way that money came into the market? No. If, I feel like you should just adding it. into what we already have. Yeah. Okay. All trees? <laughs> yeah, every tree. Every tree. I'd say yeah. that it would be a good thing. Why? Because um, it would raise the wealth of uh, countries that are less uh, fortunate. But then America would just like create coups and deplete countries' oil supplies, like they already do. Well, yeah, I, mean, I don't yeah, think it's, it's kind of weird. Your uh, your take it's kind of weird using money as the object growing on trees. Is it all just... American U.S. dollars? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Only American currency. Actually, no. I think I think there would be like peso trees. There would okay. be like British pound trees. So like a lot more peso trees. No. Why? Why would there be a lot more peso trees? Exactly. Worth a lot less. I don't know. But it's it's like it's like how there are more banana trees than apple trees. Is that true? Okay. I'm losing it here. But like there is the the world has no mind for. We can talk about the ramifications of what would happen if yeah, there were, we like, could. yen trees, you know? Yeah. Like, say, say Texas had a lot of yen trees and Oregon had a lot of 
peso trees? Like, what would happen? Thoughts? I think money would become completely valueless. Yeah, I don't think... <laughs> and we would, would just you, switch. Like using... like, oh, this is weird. Let's just change how dollars look. <laughs> I, okay, I, I feel like... I, like, you say that, I guess it's different when... Like, imagine, I guess, oranges not being a fruit mm-hmm. is being money and then all of a sudden there's orange trees i guess yeah. in that case i guess it makes sense but it, i feel like it would just turn into just another tree it's like imagine like if maple leaves were currency you know yeah it's like we just so wouldn't use maple leaves as currency this, this made me think that aren't banana trees money trees already Yes, because, because banana said, is yeah. worth a certain amount of money. Okay, congrats. You got to the... <laughs> so they don't you, 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 you solved it. Here. You solved... <laughs> so is it better that Capitalism. there's no banana trees because we would just cut all the banana trees down? <laughs> so the, so no, the we fact that we have... The fact that we still have banana trees and... Uh-huh. And have grown more banana trees. And have, <laughs> me, I feel like that just proves that you're wrong. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe the raw money will be a bigger attraction. I feel like it would be different. I feel like it would be different. Yeah. I think it should just because be the like FDA. one in a million. One in a million is a money tree. And like it's like you got a ticket to the chocolate factory. Like if you found you, it. It's like how much, what, what kind of bills grow on it? Bill, like bills, bills, bills. Hundreds. hundreds. Life-changing mm-hmm. amount of money. And is it like Animal Crossing where you can dig it up and plant a new one? No, it's more like Animal Crossing in the fact that once you get it from the tree, it doesn't grow back. It's kind of like the giving tree. And if you if you use the money for good, then it'll replenish itself. But as soon as mm-hmm. you use it for evil, uh, that's what the giving tree is about. So, I don't know. Uh, same <laughs> thing. You can't just say it's like the, give, the well, giving the- tree <laughs> and make up the plot of the giving tree. This is how I do it. Yeah. But as soon as you use it for 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 wrong or for selfish purposes, then it'll die, and mm-hmm. uh, the, it'll move to a different location. Right. Yeah, I think I kind of talked myself out of this one. <laughs> yeah, I don't really think it's, I believe it's, in it. Anymore. It's kind of like um, I'd say that if money grew on trees, I don't think we would deplete the resource. I think we would reallocate it to. It's a just spread. the same thing as if money. I think if there was more money in circulation. Would. If there was more money in circulation, it would just inflate it. So there'd be, there would be. Yeah. I think that's the money. bigger issue, not but it the is, depleting. It. I guess overall, it is kind of a take on how capitalist societies allocate environmental resources. If a tree grows on your property and it's a money tree, you get it, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I do think that it yeah. is. It does go beyond the implications of like. We're assuming it all goes to the market, but like it could help out a lot of a lot of people. But have oh, you yeah. ever heard of gentrification? No. Would there a be a lot old, more crime? A big old company would yeah. be like that's a valuable property, kind of yeah. like how you how uh in like a low income neighborhood a company sees that's a flat is, piece of land. Yeah, this <laughs> this uh, land is valuable. We're gonna put a, we're gonna push everyone who lives here out and put a Starbucks there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that would happen. I, I think we need like we should get some. Ge- we should get guests on this show. Like I want to. I want like a, a professor of, so, of like socioeconomics to yeah. come on and yeah. be like, what would happen if um. I Cameron. I also think your take trees. has very real or not real, very like 
available to the public like examples of that exact situation happening like for Thank example you. you even brought up just <laughs> fruit trees as money-making products yeah. and there's a movie based on that exact principle <laughs> called the lorax yeah yeah where yeah. the yeah yeah we out it was here. it directly made money it's not it wasn't just like it was it was literally it all he had to do cash? was so all he had to do was so was it green <laughs> was it cold hard green <laughs> no. i don't know do you guys agree or not oh uh um, i'm really no. torn on this I think it's. I think generally, it's a the way that you presented it. If every tree had money, then it wouldn't. Um, then it would be a bad thing. But I think that if you tweaked it, you tweak I, it. I do like the take though. I think. Yeah. Thank you. Like money doesn't grow on trees, and that is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's my take. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. Yeah. But, yes. But like, you know, a hot take. <laughs> mm. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think very many of us had a hot takes so. no i don't think any of <laughs> us pretty agreeable. Well, okay that brings us to our next uh our next segment where Woolsey, i don't know if you've uh, you've never been on a podcast where we've done this but we no. award the hottest take um okay. so we'll just go back and uh restate our takes starting with me my take was that money doesn't grow on trees and that's a good thing tanner my take, take was that Astros fans get a bad rap, but the Astros team itself does not get a bad rap. They Dan are Woolsey. properly hated. And Woolsey, what was your take? My take was ants, whatever size you want them to be, uh, would kill humans if they suddenly chose to. Okay. And we're going to vote three, two, one. Cameron. Woolsey. Woolsey. Yeah, <laughs> Woolsey <yes>. wins on his <laughs> take. One of wow. uh, now you have joined the ranks of those who have a hottest take. I think Corey and Will are the only ones that do not. I think have if any we had done this takes. earlier, I also would have won. Yeah, yeah. I remember the uh, the uh, hand. That was probably my best one. Was the hand drive? The, yeah, the very first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What um, was that? You can't draw a hand, turkey. Okay, no, the, no, that wasn't. That it. wasn't it. <laughs> oh. Um. So if you want to see the hottest take counter, uh, go to plumpgoose.co and go to the hot takes high stakes page. It's hidden behind the Mountain Men Industries page, which I think I'm going to fix soon. As, as the leaderboard stand, I think Ronick has five, Tanner has four, Sam and I are tied with two. Damn, when um, did Ronick get so many? He had three last time I checked. If you haven't checked out Mountain Men vids, check it out. Episode four of Survivor Ball will have just come out if you're listening to this right now and the finale of survivor ball comes out like this i guess this the saturday or the sunday that you're listening to this um so go look at that um woolsey will will have just gotten voted out tragic as we saw and then after that i'm not sure what we'll do for videos on that page maybe some collective vlogs who knows okay your take of donald duck is better than then Mickey Mouse got the hottest take. Yeah, I can't remember <laughs> what the other ones were. 
You'll oh, have to listen to the episode. <laughs> fucking nightstand, right? Yeah. <laughs> Some classic takes. Yeah, on classic that. very hot yeah. take. <laughs> <laughs> classic Ronick just saying something super controversial to get hot. <laughs> Did, what was the reasoning? Because he, he's afraid he's going to get injured. Not because he a, has gotten injured, but he's no. still afraid. He's afraid he's, he's going to roll over in his sleep his and bash his skull against the corner of his nightstand. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, right. Bye, I guess it's time to say goodbye. Thank you for your takes, gentlemen. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for your takes. You. <laughs> you don't have to act like you're a guest. <laughs> I guess it might seem like you're a guest. I am a guest. I mean, 19 episodes. <laughs> well, I mean, you pay guests, right? Thank you for having me as a guest. <laughs> yep. Time, time to say goodbye. This podcast has gone on long enough, and it's hot in this room. Everyone, let's say au revoir on three. One, two, three. Au au revoir. revoir. Plump Goops Podcast.